You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Cash the ticket, Sweet 16. We settle in for Thursday and Friday games. Jim Costa, Mike Valeni. I'm alive. He is regaining some of his energy level. I'll get you it back. You were a mess today. No, Vegas just took it from me. Vegas hurt me. It hurt my soul. We don't have to. We don't have to. We don't have to get into it. <laughs> but I'm you're a, alive. You're I'm coming with off it. sabbatical tomorrow. Perfect. It's going to be amazing. Okay, I have a tone setter note, and it's turn that frown upside down. We're back at it. I don't want to hear about last week. Done. Can you do that for me? Yes, we're moving okay. forward. And then before we get to the board, eight games, I got a little note for you. Mm. As we try to look to any kind of trend, things that matter once we get to the second weekend of the tournament, little note, get defensive. Ken Palm, top five defensive teams are all alive. Ah. Ten of the tops or ten of the sixteen teams that are left are top twenty-five defenses. So defense carries the day. And there's a game Friday featuring one of those teams, and I can't figure out the number, and I can't figure out why I'm not more confident just pulling the trigger. But I'll get to it. It is a Friday night tip. Okay, a teaser for you. So keep in mind, defense wins. It's cliche, but it's cliche for a reason. Yeah. And I put four teams on alert. There are four teams left that are not in the top 50 defensively. I think all four are going to lose. Okay. Now, what you do with the spread, we'll get into it. But I found myself on the side of a lot of favorites. Okay. And I don't know if, I know that's not our MO. It's specifically not your deal. No. But I wonder, are the fairy tales over after the opening weekend of the tournament? And now the favorites separate a little bit because who makes the final four most years? Ones, twos, and threes. Who wins the title? Ones, twos, and threes. So I found myself, I've got five plays. Four of them are favorites. you got five plays? Four favorites, Mike. I don't know that you picked four favorites in any episode we've ever done. I've got four today. Okay. Um, I have one, two, and apologies. One more moment. It's all right. I think I have two favorites. Maybe a third, and my favorites would be on Friday night, not Thursday. How about that? Oh, boy. Okay, well, let's just get into it then. We'll go to the board. First game, Thursday night, 6.30 tip, Michigan State, minus that point and a half against Kansas State. Yeah. I mean, across the bridge. I mean, it opened up K-State minus two. State's now favored by one and a half. This comes down to a point guard battle. Uh, New York kids, by the way, Tyson Walker and Noel, the point guard for K-State. They know each other, grew up playing against each other. You know, State, if you told me they were going to go six for 30 in their first two games, I, I'd be like, wait, that they shot six for 30 from three and they won? You would have said it's another Izzo right. exit. But here's what they're doing. I think it's 
really impressive what they've done defensively. Now, this is not a good defensive team. This is not one of Izzo's defensive teams. They're rebounding. They're guarding. They shut down Boogie Ellis for USC. Uh, they made Kolek incredibly uncomfortable for Marquette. Cam Jones, too. Yeah, and they held him to 60. Uh, they're going to have to do something with Noel because Noel right now, he's shooting 43% from deep. He's a playmaker. Uh, he will. He's one of these kids who's like Steph Curry or at least watched his highlight reel. He will pull from 30. I just kind of wonder, am I overvaluing the coaching? Jerome Tang versus Tom Izzo, a first-year guy versus a Hall of Famer, a guy who is notorious for how he can match up in the tournament once he gets it rolling. To me, it's Michigan State here, right? For me, it's Michigan State. But I don't want it to be lost like we're dumping on Kansas State. Because the story of their season, dead last in the Big 12, that was the preseason pick. Right. First-year coach. Their point guard's 5'7". Everyone's doubted him his entire career. Keontae Johnson, remember he had that scary collapse at Florida? He's yep. he's surging right now. They've six, got 6'6", 230, uh, NBA-type body. They got two veteran clutch guards who have been through everything. It's a super likable team. But, Mike, I think you can pick Michigan State without just kind of staying surface level with the coaching. Kansas State, 18% of possessions end in turnovers. Wow. You're running into... Tom Izzo with a three-guard lineup who can defend the perimeter. Kansas State, bottom 100 in the turnover rate. Only eight high majors have a higher turnover rate. This is fascinating. So it almost mirrors Michigan State Marquette, where Marquette forced turnovers on about 24% of possessions. Yet, State forced 17 turnovers by Marquette. MSU only had 10. State doesn't force turnovers. And keep in mind, Marquette, flip side of this metric. They're great. They never turn the ball over. So you're looking at a great matchup opportunity for the Spartans to get bonus baskets in transition, empty possessions for Mm -hmm. Kansas State, Mm -hmm. get them in some quicksand. Here's the thing that might scare you if you're a Spartan. Kansas State, 15th in three-point defense, but you just saw MSU win without shooting the three. They've got the DNA to win ugly. They're going to win turnovers. They're going to get the offensive boards. Kansas State doesn't box out. So you got a team that turns it over, doesn't box out, Here's the other thing. I love Michigan State. In fact, it's the Costa Lock this week. Fuck. Fuck. All right. That doesn't make me feel great. Um, I kind of mirrored this matchup a little bit with Gonzaga UCLA. Mm -hmm. K-State is going to be top 70 in pace. MSU is like 308. Mm. MSU does not want to play fast. K-State does. Um, I mean, I watched that K-State TCU game. Big 10 tourney. Big 12 tourney. Jim, it was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have a seizure. (laughs) It becomes harder to run later in the tourney. You're right. I kind of lend it to better coach, better plan. And MSU, look, Jaden Akins has become their defensive stopper. I think Akins probably goes on Keontae Johnson. I don't know. I think you might start with Hogard or Walker on Noel. No one guy is going to stop this game. But that's the beauty of MSU. They don't have to. Right. Because even if someone gets in foul trouble, you want to stagger some minutes. You're not playing three guards the whole game. But yep, I think they're going to play crunch time, all three of them, and you put who's ever doing the best job. I'm going to take State, and right now it's at one and a half. You can have it if you want it. I'll take State. All right, second game. UConn, minus three and a half against Arkansas. It's the 7-15 game on Thursday. Taking everything in my power not to bet UConn. I gave you plus 2,200 before the tournament yeah. to win it all. 
Sonogo is a goddamn force of nature, but you know what? This thing's kind of clicking for Arkansas. And the length, um, the, the, the depth of rotation, the way they attack, this is a stay away for me. I think the number's just right. I, I Cookies, I want to bet UConn so badly. Uh, I don't think there's a great coaching advantage between Hurley and Musselman. Agreed. Both teams wildly talented. Davis for Arkansas has played splendid. Um, it would be a UConn lean, but I sure as hell don't like that number. My notes, stay away. I'm only betting Arkansas. Oh, that's why you laughed at me. Okay. I'm Good. only betting Arkansas if Musselman coaches the entire game shirtless, which is not out of the realm of possibility, which is why I can't in good faith put money on Definitely the game. Definitely not. They've gone to back-to-back Elite Eights. They're one win away. They're relentless on defense. They've got the bigger guards. A lot of the stuff we talked about early in the week, the, you just pour into the data, and you're like, yeah, you know what? Maybe we should have seen this coming from this team. Feels that way, doesn't it? And we, we did bet them against Kansas, so we did get in, in on this. I don't want to bet against UConn. They have the championship profile, all the stuff you look for, top three offense, top 15 defense. They rebound. They shoot. They don't turn it over. They've got go-to guys inside and out. I just don't want to bet money on this game, and we don't have to. No. You, if you bet every game on Thursday and Friday, uh, it, it's going to end up like it ended. Well, I'm not allowed to refer back to it. It's going to end up like certain things that have taken place in my life recently, <laughs> and I'll leave it alone. The past is the past. The past is the past, and we are we, moving forward. If you had a lean for people, you'd lean. You can. Okay, I'd lean Arkansas. Tennessee, FAU. I need help on this one. This is the only dog I'm taking. You don't need help. FAU's getting the devil's number on most books, five and a half. It's That's the it. Thursday night, nine o'clock tip. Fun fact, Mike, it's the Brother Bowl. Both ADs are brothers. Fascinating. Yeah, I found that in a little digging today. Uh, you don't need any help. You know what to do. You know the assignment. You know what to do. Nobody with a brain bets Rick Barnes in the NCAA tournament. Tennessee without their point guard. FAU is as tight-knit as it gets. That's a winning crew. Um, And you saw what happened when they faced what we deemed to be a subpar coach against Memphis. Now, again, round two, I wasn't overly impressed with FAU. I think FAU almost took FDU lightly. Yeah. Went into the game, you know, and it was They got up early, and then they let them off the hook. Right. I just think FAU's the better basketball team. Now, Tennessee's going to try to drag them into the mud. That's what they do. Try to gross this game up. But if if you're asking right now, I can't tell you if FAU wins, but five and a half tells me everything I need to know. Well, that was was my fear is my notes are all about defense wins, defense wins, Tennessee's playing defense, but, like, I'll hate myself if I don't bet against Rick Barnes. That's right. I'll hate myself. You don't have to bet that game. I'm not telling you I'm betting that game. But this is some of my rationale. 33-win team. They've, they've dealt with adversity and thrived all season, right? Anytime you face a challenge, you solve it, you win 33 games. Their lead guard, Janelle Davis, I don't know if you saw him against FDU or if you've seen any of the clips in this year, 6-4, patient going to the basket. So you're facing a good defense. Very Chris Paul-like. Yes. Probes the defense. Yes, probe. Not the passer Paul is, but the patience, the savvy, he's a third-year guard. You're going to need good guards to be able to settle in against Tennessee, and I think they've got those guys. they got a seven-footer, too. I mean, they can clean the glass. Tennessee offensively grinds to a halt. And if they don't get boards, they're going to have a hard time getting to 60. Yeah. So five-and-a-half becomes a, a really nice thing to have. Yeah, I'll go I, FAU. I lean FAU with the points here. Thursday night final game, UCLA-Gonzaga. We've referenced it a couple times. Offense versus defense, UCLA minus two-and-a-half. You want it, you got it, BGB, UCLA. 
Gave you the BGB. It was one of the only things I did right on the opening weekend of March Madness. We moved to 10-1 and one on the big game bet with Michigan State. Uh, I think this is UCLA's game. I think Gonzaga is a complete fraud. Complete fraud. And I understand UCLA injuries. I understand. You know what? They've just kept it moving. They guard the hell out of you. They are willing to get into the dirt. They know how to play close games. You got a fourth-year point guard. You got a fourth-year team captain. Um, they've got experience. They've got length. They've got a great coach in Mick Cronin. And this Gonzaga team, I'm sorry, it is not the Gonzagas we've gotten comfortable with. I just don't think they're that good. I don't. Uh, I love UCLA in this spot. Yeah, I, I think everybody's getting caught up in offense and the Zags. They don't play defense per usual. They want to run. UCLA's going to walk. Yeah, pace is important. frustrate the piss out of Gonzaga. Now, if you want to be cynical, UCLA is going to finally be tested without Clark. But Gonzaga Who's- plays through the post. They do have Bona playing, and he's looked good. This is a team that's made the Final Four with this backcourt. The guys who have been hurt have gutted out and are playing. Singleton's another one, ankle injury, supposed to play. Mm-hmm. I like this pick. I'm going Bruins with And you. I also like that no one's really betting on UCLA here. Yeah, that's and the other thing. I'm just, I'm rolling with it. This is one that immediately came out, and you looked at it, you saw the number, and I go, I'm going with UCLA. 62% of bets are on the Zags. Mm. And we naturally, we're not forcing this. Because, Mike, I think sometimes the public betting data Sure. You could become a slave to it. And like yep. the truth is, if it was that declarative, I don't think the books would give us that info. Right. And, and I'm guilty of it. I admit that. Sure. But this is one where I love capping a game, liking a side, and then getting the confirmation that everybody else is on the other side. Amen. So UCLA wraps up the Thursday slate. Yeah, I'm going UCLA. I'm going Michigan State. And as long as I can get five and a half, I'll go FAU. Sweet. So we're on the same three there. Those are all unity plays. Okay. And none of them are Mountain West Conference teams. Okay. Sorry, we're not going backwards. Okay. To Friday we go. You've got some of the best teams in the sport. Couple one seeds playing with big spreads. The first one, Bama, minus seven and a half against San Diego State, 630 Friday. SDSU. Oh, we're going to go head to head on this. I, go ahead. I, I want to hear no, this. No, I just, seven and a half. SDSU is going to guard you. Bama's had it their way. They've coasted. I don't know, man. I mean, are they really just going to run rough shot over everybody? Are they? You know, San Diego State gets 25 a night from their bench. They're going to go 10 deep. deep. And they're they're seniors, seven seniors, two juniors. Experience matters. I still believe with all of this shit that Bama's got going on. Like, aren't they going to find themselves in one dogfight here? Am I crazy to want to take San Diego State? Alabama's an anomaly. They're the only fast-tempo team that plays high-end defense. Most teams that are great defensive teams, like we mentioned UCLA or even San Diego State, they like to slow it down. Bama's this rare kind of Ferrari of a team where they can just go high speeds and get away with it. They're also a great rebounding team, and I worry about banking on San Diego State when defensively, if they're getting beat on the glass, they're not going to get easy baskets offensively. Alabama's going to get some second chances, and Brandon Miller is an NBA guy. He's got the size and the length to go up against San Diego State's defense. Like, he's just got a pretty big edge on just about anybody he plays. All right, I'll go head-to-head with you. I'm going to take the seven and a half. I don't think San Diego State wins, but that's a lot of points for a team that I said goes deep. The foul trouble doesn't bother me if it happens. Sure. And they guard. It is non-negotiable. Uh, I'm going to take the Aztecs. I'm going to give it a rip. Right. I'm not going to go crazy. No, again. It's not a big game bad. Um, but it's the side you like. I go is, Bama. Okay. Houston minus seven and a half against Miami. 
73% of the bets are on Miami. They're one of those teams who doesn't play defense. One of the four I said in the alert at the beginning, they don't play defense. Gonzaga was another. We're betting against them. Miami's one of them. What do you want to do? I want to bet Houston. They guard the perimeter, which is where Miami does most of their work. Seven and a half's a lot in the defensive game, but I think Houston's just that much better. Sasser looked good. He looked good-ish. Early looked completely immobile. As the game went on, you saw a little bit more little of the— step back three. Yes, and you saw him stand in the corner, knock a three, still worry about the groin. I don't know, man. The number bugs me here. It fe- this number feels way too big. And Houston, let's be clear, the only reason they separated from Auburn, and we talked about it on the episode— Shenanigans. The I mean, Auburn went something ridiculous, like 12 of 31 from the, from the free throw line. I just get a little nervous about it. I, I don't love the points here. Do I think Houston wins? Of course I do. But you don't have to bet it, so you're yeah, not. I'm, I'm not. I'm going to stay away. That was the last bet for me. We got two more games. See, I need your help on the last game of the night, but go to Princeton Creighton first. Creighton's minus nine and a half time of taping. I think it opened at 10. We discussed it earlier in the week at 10. It's the nine o'clock tip on Friday night. What the hell am I supposed to do with that? I don't know what to do with it. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, Creighton was a team in the middle of the year, lost 8 of 11, couldn't find a way to win. But now let's look at the way they've played. They're put together. Kalkbrenner, the couple of bigs they got. Jim, Princeton, the opening round win against Arizona was splendid. But let's not act like the beat down of Missouri. And Missouri was a clown car. Mm Mm-hmm. Doesn't this scream, Creighton? They're begging you to take Princeton. 63% of bets are you're on getting, Princeton. You're getting McDermott at head coach advantage. You're getting a team with size that Princeton does not see. Nope. And a team that is as battle-tested as it gets with an inflated line. The line, I, when this came out and I saw flat 10, I go, they are Begging you to take Princeton. Yeah, they want every because you know what Princeton is? They're the only Cinderella left. True Cinderella, double digit seed. And here's fun story. The Ivy League hasn't been back to the Sweet 16 since 1967. Like it's a fun team to bet. And again, they should be overvalued. And now they look undervalued. So my only concern, I think Creighton's winning the game. It's just a big number to throw out there for a Princeton team that does rebound, doesn't turn it over, Mm -hmm. doesn't beat themselves. Let me offer you the bet splits. 63% 63% of tickets on Princeton. 31% of the money. Ooh. It's Oppo land. Yeah. 37% of tickets. Creighton. So it's Creighton or pass. 9% of the money. It would be Creighton or pass for me. Yeah. I'm not ready to do it today. Maybe it's a daily dime I drop to you guys <laughs> on Friday, depending on how Thursday goes. But I'm just telling you, the book is asking you to bet on Princeton here. You need my help on the last one. I do because you talk defense. Texas top 25 in offense, top 25 in defense. They force turnovers to guard play in Marcus Carr. I've got the future on him. You know how I feel about him. And uh, Xavier, down their starting power forward. Um, Starts with an F. Fair, fair, whatever. Whatever, whatever, whatever. You know Fremantle. Yeah. Fremantle. Look, Xavier's played well. But my God, when I saw this number, it's the opposite of Creighton. I go, oh my God. I'd be walking into a trap. Why is Texas only laying four? Where are the bets? Not that we want to determine everything by that, but is Texas uh, like a popular play? Earth is on Texas. See, and I and feel the like... the number isn't moving. So I already have a future on them. I feel like I can just stay away from this game. Do you hedge? Do I hedge by taking Xavier with a little bit of wiggle room? I'm asking. It's, it's too... 
early to be hedging okay. on, I on, just, a, on a future. It's a question. No, I mean, it's, we'll and people get are the thinking emails, about it. We'll I know. get the conversation, and Jim is right. Probably too early. Final four, you could start to consider it based the on other the ticket. Thing. If he, you know, what's the ticket value? Plus, Plus 1900 All right. So if you were playing a big dog here, let's say Texas was a 10-point favorite. Like the, the Princeton deal. Right. Well, then you, you go out and you go, all right, well, let me look at what we're doing. And first of all, you know. You're saying you could take the dog's money line because it's going to be pretty juiced up. Or, remember, or you try to double dip the king. Oh, yeah, yeah, the middle. And you take yeah. the points. And now maybe they Texas advance and you win. Yeah. That's the way to do it. So if I pull up odds. So it's just, not a straight hedge. Like a straight hedge is taking the opposite side money correct, line. But you're, you're cutting into your profits, but you're guaranteed to get paid. Right, but the middle, lose. you get a little greedy, but you can hit both. Yeah. Princeton's plus 400. Now all of a sudden you'd be, all right, can I sacrifice one unit to make four yes. minus the initial bet? Now I get, you know. I'm profitable. You get something out of it. Um, I just. What am I missing with that number? I am terrified about that game. I, I won't bet Xavier. I mean, God bless anybody that does. They feel like a roller coaster. They are. Where they are the number one assist team in the sport. They shoot threes. They can heat up in a hurry. But I worry about you try to play quick. Texas forces some turnovers, slows it down on you. Now you're playing their game. And they're, I think they're the better team. Listen, I know you love Texas. I know you do. That's why I asked you. Okay. I'm going to give you one play right now. When we come back and tape a Friday episode, I'll bet you have a second play. Okay. Let but you marinate on it. I want to marinate a little more. So what do you officially have today? Because I've got the five. I've got MSU, Costa Lock, FAU, Fuck Rick Barnes, UCLA, Bama, and Houston. Favorites. Separate. This is the weekend to advance and make some noise. FAU, UCLA, Michigan State, SDSU. Okay. And again, Points and all. Taking the five and a half with FAU, taking the seven and a half with SDSU. UCLA, Michigan State, laying one and a half. And I'll probably have something else Friday. But I want to wait and see what the line does. I'll tell you right now, if that Texas line sits or goes down, that's going to be Xavier Pass. But I want to wait and see. The unity plays for Thursday. We're on the same page. MSU, FAU, UCLA. What could go wrong? I don't know. We're not, we're not going back. No, hold on. I want to punch this in. You want to do a little parlay on I want to just see for the people. He's got parlay eyes. Look at him. Glazed over. I can win it all back. No, no, no. Don't be that guy. It's only plus 614. (laughs) But if you add Bama money line to the back Uh, end of it, that takes uh, it to plus. Okay, we're not doing this. Hold up. I'm I'm logging out. That's it. Before we get out of here, we're not doing a full mailbag, but I did just want to read one email to you that we got because it made me feel a little better. Okay. It's from a guy named Cody. And he says, death taxes in the BGB. He says, what up, guys? Love the podcast. My coworker was telling me the other day that his buddy will actually pay a person for their picks the night of rather than doing his research. I was in disbelief, but it made me appreciate you guys even more. He drops a note about some unders and the tournament and all this stuff. And he hit the BGB. But yeah, the thing that made me feel good is like, Hey, we don't charge for this stuff. Anybody who's charging for this stuff is it's running asinine. a racket. It's asinine. We're, we're not doing this to buy a boat or retire early. Anybody who claims they're going to hit at a high enough clip to do that is lying to you. The idea that they're going to sell you picks, that's how they're in business, not because they're so good at betting on sports. Right, we're on it's an, a joke. We're on an adventure together. We're trying to stay alive and have some fun. Yeah. What I'd love to see with the emails, if people would start sending in their big wins, I'd love to see what people have got going on here. Um, you know, as, as look, I'm, I'm becoming a little more tepid, 
uh, based on last weekend. I got to gird my loins and get ready. But How old are you? Gird my loins. But um, <laughs> now here's the other thing, too, that should make you feel good. And I don't know if we're supposed to disclose this, but I will. We had an incredible week last week. Evan came in. We have we cracked 150,000 downloads last week, uh, which is huge. I mean, that's – look, without being rude, most podcasts don't have – well, forget 150,000 in a month. Uh, there are a lot of podcasts that don't do 150,000 in a year. So, yeah, 150,000 in a week, uh, we're crushing. And right? I think – would that be our number one month? And it's only growing – but I think with I, all I, the March, we'd have to get the specifics. Yeah, I know at the end of football with the playoffs, we right, were humming. Right. I'd have to defer to Evan. He yeah. is our numbers man. But, I mean, it makes you feel good because this is kind of, um, I mean, you plot out the calendar year. What are yeah. the three or four events that you want people to listen and want people to feel yeah. involved? And this is one of them. Yeah, and I may have some horse racing later in the week. Uh, Evan will not have golf this week because match play, and all Evan said is it's a complete waste of time. Betting it, you don't get great odds. I think it's bullshit. I go, Ev, you don't have to justify it to anybody. We'll get back at it next week. We'll get the Masters coming up. I was just going to bring it up. I asked him. I go, how, how far away? He's counting the days down. Oh, we're going to do a Masters Megapod. We have to. Megapod. Parlays. Uh, top tens. Uh, I'll let Evan pick five golfers. I don't care <laughs> because we'll be in Vegas for the Masters doing a couple of shows for a client. Um, Hell yeah. So we'll do that. But we'll have some horse racing. We'll take you through the tourney. And then it's TBA where we end up here. After the Masters, a lot of that has to do with corporate. A lot of it has to do with sales. And I got to be honest with you, you know, we've been humming along here since late August. Uh, We both have real jobs here at the radio station. We will see, you know, if they put enough cheddar on the books, we'll get to cooking. Uh, But just sit tight, relax, keep downloading, rate, review, subscribe. You guys killed last week and we do appreciate it. Uh, Cash ticket podcast at gmail.com. Jim, anything else? Uh, Are we covered to the people Friday? We'll talk to the people Friday. Dunzo. Gird your loins.